to What We Do in the Meadow, a podcast where we lovingly roast the Twilight series chapter by chapter. I'm Laura. And I'm Ryan. And uh, today we are going to be talking about the uh, much-anticipated chapter 17, The Game. The Game. A lot happens in this chapter. Here's my description. Bella gets in a fight with Billy Black, Charlie finds out his daughter is dating a Cullen, and the baseball game goes very, very wrong. Yeah, for a chapter called The Game, they only really play baseball for about three pages. Yeah. But um, we'll forgive it. All right. I don't know why we'll forgive it, but we will. Will we? Well, I think we have to. (laughs) We're in too deep at this point. We have to start forgiving. (laughs) All right. So this chapter was not as bad as the chapter previous. Uh, It was much longer. It wasn't great. No. For all that I, like, really, really was looking forward to this, this part of the book. It was not exactly what I had pictured it to be. Well, you know, if you've seen the movie, and even if you haven't seen the movie, you know about the baseball scene. It It's it, iconic. It's iconic. It leaves a lot to um, you know, to live up to. To live up to. And uh, going into it, I think we kind of knew that this would not live up to Catherine Hardwick's baseball scene. No. There was not a chance in hell. I knew that there wasn't going to be any spontaneous supermassive black hole playing in the background. I knew that there wasn't going to be any crazy cat-like pitching. I knew Rosalie was definitely not going to call Emmett her monkey man. And yet, I was still disappointed, even despite knowing all of these things. Well, yeah. But anyway... Yeah. Anyway. We'll get to the game when we get to the game. Because like Ryan just said, for a chapter called The Game, the game is like toward the end of this chapter. First we gotta deal with all of Bella's nonsense at home. Yeah, and there is a lot of nonsense so crammed much in nonsense. at home. Uh, to, to start off the nonsense, we open up the chapter. Uh, Edward is driving Bella home in her in her sad little truck. And they, they get there. And Bella's like, there's a car here. Black Ford, beat down, and what is on my porch? But uh, Jacob Black, you know, kind of looking mopey, and Billy Black, and he looks pissed. Pissed. He's <laughs> He is full of concern and rage. He's pissed, and Edward is pissed as well. Edward is immediately like, shit, he came here to warn your dad. Which is, uh, Edward goes, it's kind of crossing a line, and I think... In a way, that is fair. It's fair. I think both sides have a fair point. It is crossing a line for Billy to tell someone from town about the Cullen situation. I also understand why he feels like he needs to. Charlie is his best friend. Bella is Charlie's daughter. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's just it's not a great situation that poor Billy finds himself in here. As far as Billy knows. At any given day, Bella's lifeless, mangled, dead, bitten up corpse is going to show up, you know, in the river or whatever. Yeah. And, and Charlie's going to find it on a fishing trip. And Charlie's going to have to be the one who investigates it because he's the chief of police. Yeah. So, like, so Billy's just like, I need to protect my friend. This is terrible. Like, um, I, I kind of get, I kind of get it. Yeah. So let's real quick talk about this. Like we said, Jacob's also there. He looks kind of mopey. It's raining. He's probably like, God, I can't believe we drove all the way out here and Bella's not even home. Like, you know, the whole situation's not great for him either. And Edward sees him and he he's like, you better handle this to Bella because the child doesn't know anything. Like, the child doesn't know anything. The child. The child. 
And Bella kind of takes offense and she's like, listen, he's not that much younger than I am. He's what, like a year and a half younger than she is? Yeah. Two years max? Yeah. And Edward, douche that he is, gives her like a big old smirk and he's like, yeah, I know. You're a child too. <sighs> the infantilization of Bella Swan continues. It continues. And I don't think it will ever stop. No. Uh, no. Yeah, it's just kind of gross. Anyway, I-, I noticed that and I wanted to comment on it. Yeah, and you know what? I hope Edward remembers this moment, and I hope he remembers this moment well, where he calls Jacob a child, and you know what? A couple months from now, Jacob's going to be boning down on his girlfriend, and that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Jacob Black's going to get arm, and Jacob Black is going to bone down on Bella. Mm-hmm. And I hope I hope Edward thinks of this this moment in, in Bella's truck, where he, he was like, the child, the child. Uh, also, Edward, totally not helpful in this situation at all. He knows why Billy's there, and he knows that, like, Billy is staring at them, like, thinking what he's thinking. And he decides that, like, the good thing to do in this situation is to, like, blatantly just kiss Bella in front of Billy Black. Not only kiss her. Kiss her neck. Kiss her neck. Like, obviously, like, putting it in Billy's face, like, yeah, I could eat this young girl right in front of you if I wanted to. <laughs> like, like whatever be mad Edward, about it. Like you're not cool, bro. Yeah, you're that, not cool. I, like not helpful, Edward. Not, not helpful. helpful at all. Like you're just making things harder for Bella at this point. You know that you're sending her in there to have to deal with this on her own. And he you're just care. like, I'm gonna leave this situation by nomming on your neck a little bit. Yeah, Edward, not fucking cool, bro. Not so cool. Bella walks up. Billy immediately is like, Jacob, I need you to go to the car. I need you to find a photograph of your sister that I want to show Charlie. And uh, it might be deep in the trunk somewhere, so you might have to dig for it. And Jacob's like, oh, man. Jacob's like, oh, shucks. And he, like, has to, like, go out into the rain. He trudges out. Yeah. So Billy and Bella are now alone, and they can get down to brass tacks. Oh, but let's point out first, though, uh, that that Billy's whole excuse for being there is he's got some fish fry. Yeah, he's I just want everyone to be aware. He's got Harry Clearwater's fish fry. In that is lap. true. He does have that. And he's like, oh, yeah, this is Charlie's favorite. And Bella's like, oh, great, thanks. It's Charlie's know. favorite, and I need you to put it in the fridge because that keeps it drier. And it's Charlie's favorite. It's really important to Charlie. Put it in the fridge. And Bella's please. like, yeah, okay. Well, thanks for the fish fry. Thanks no. for the fish fry. Bella literally gets a little bit excited about the fish fry. Did you notice that? She does. She does, like, genuinely. She's like, oh, my God, thanks for the fish fry because... I've been having a really hard time trying to figure out different ways to cook fish because my dad has been fishing so much and he, our whole fridge and freezer is just full of fish. <laughs> she does have that moment. And then it's like she remembers what's happening and she's like, oh yeah, yeah thanks a fucking lot. <laughs> <laughs> but she does get like genuinely like excited about the fish fry for yeah. a second. <laughs> so they're in the kitchen and Billy is like, I know. And Bella's like, I know, you know. And I know that you know that I know that I know, like, that you know. <laughs> they literally do have that conversation. And Bella's like, I don't know if he just understood what I said, and I don't know if I understood what I said, but does he know that I know that I know that he knows that he knows that I know that I know that Edward knows? Yeah, like, they're they're having, like, a conversation underneath the conversation that they're having, and it's very confusing. And Bella's actually kind of rude to him, which I thought was kind of ballsy. Like, she she really is like, this is, first of all, none of your fucking business, Billy. Secondly, you're fucking things up because the Cullens have never broken the truce. They don't go to the reservation. Why are you here? This is fucked up. Yeah, and Billy's like, he's kind of shooketh because he's like, I, you know, I think Bella or Billy kind of thought that Bella 
like didn't was know. not aware. Yeah, like she didn't or at know. least was not aware of enough. You yeah. know what I mean? Because he's like, "Oh, you seem like better informed than I thought you would be." And Bella's like, "Yeah, probably even better informed than you." Yeah, Bella's like really snarky to she him, went and, full and and beast. Charlie or sorry, Billy is. Yeah, you're right. He's like shook it. He's like, "Oh my god, oh my god, what's uh, happening here?" And uh, Billy, but despite his 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 like, "Oh my god, she knows that I know that she knows that I know that he knows," like thing. Billy is still like, "Well, I think Charlie should know." And Bella's like, well, you know what? Whether or not Charlie knows is also none of your fucking business. It's my business. It's my business. business. And she's basically pulling a full, like, silencio old man moment. Yeah. That's all, that's the whole thing. Silencio Silencio old man. man. Classic Juno, if you didn't catch the reference. (laughs) (laughs) Juno starring Elliot Page, if you didn't catch the reference. But I have this to say. So, Billy is like, I think you should tell Charlie. And if you don't tell Charlie, I might. That's basically his ultimatum here. He's like, one of us needs to do it. Charlie deserves to know. But would Charlie believe that anyway? No. Who the fuck would? Oh, you mean if Belly like, rolled up to... <laughs> literally rolled up to him and was like, um... I'm dating a vampire. The Cullens are vampires. Yeah. They're vampires. And by the way, uh, the reservation folk... Yeah, werewolves. werewolves. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, no. That's Nobody weird. would fucking believe that. I, Bella would get committed. Yeah. Bella would be in the fucking Forks Hospital, like, under lock and key. Under Carlisle's watch. Under Carlisle's watch. <laughs> and Charlie would, like, drop her off and be like, God, I don't know. Like, she seems so normal. And then suddenly she started yapping on about vampires and werewolves. And, and Carlisle would literally be like. Some kind of truce. Mm, Car- Carlisle's, like, shaking his head, like, mm. We're gonna have to keep her here for a while. <laughs> she goes. Long, she goes into while. the padded cell, and Alice is there. She's like, "Hey, girl!" <laughs> oh no! Oh, I have so much to say about Alice in the oh chapter. My God, by so the way, I. but okay. So, but before we get there, anyway, they basically Charlie or not Charlie, uh, the other old man, Billy and Billy. Bella, basically come to this unspoken conclusion to where they're like, "Well." I'm Billy and I'm not going to say anything, but I don't like what you're doing. And I don't think that you should do what you're doing. And Bella's like, well, I'm going to do it. (laughs) And by the way, I'm not going to tell anyone. (laughs) Thanks for the fish fry. (laughs) Literally, it's so passive aggressive. Um, And then if it didn't like, if things weren't like bad enough, (laughs) Jacob comes back. Poor Jacob is he's soaking, soaking wet. wet. He couldn't. He found his hair, no picture. His hair is dripping, and he's like, "There's no picture in the whole car. I searched everywhere." And, and Billy's just like, "Well, I guess we left it at home. Better go." And, and Jacob's like, "Whoa, man, poor wait, Jacob. He is such a gem in this he book. He he's literally like, wait, we're leaving already. We just got here, and Billy's like, Charlie's gonna be out late. Let's go, and they like roll out. <laughs> so sad for him." This poor kid. I mean, oh first of all, because we know that he's the one who's been driving, by the way. <laughs> yeah. He had to drive his dad's ass all the way from the <laughs> reservation to Bella's house. For this. Bella's not home. Charlie's not home. They're out on the porch in the rain. <laughs> Billy, like, won't let them leave. They're standing there. Jacob's like, Dad, just put the fish fry by the door. They'll get it later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then Bella rolls up with, like, a really hot guy. A really, really hot guy. Yeah. And in the car that Jacob built for her. And, and Edward, like, knobs on her neck a little bit, like, kiss, kiss. And then Bella gets out, and Jacob doesn't even get the opportunity to talk to Bella because his dad is immediately like, go 
get in the car and look for this picture <laughs> in the rain. So Jacob spends the whole time that they're there digging through this car looking for a picture that does not fucking exist. Finally, soaking wet, hair dripping, sad, he comes back to the house and Billy immediately makes him turn around and drive back to the reservation. He does not even get to like talk to Bella at all. All he gets to say is like, hi, Bella. And then like a little while later, he's like, all right, well, see you later, Bella. And then they're gone. Poor Jacob, Poor man. Jacob. Billy did him so dirty on Billy this night. Did. <laughs> Poor Jacob. <laughs> Yo, and on top of it all, Edward's sitting there calling him a baby. Yeah, the child. God. The child, like baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> He's the child. Uh, remember how you thought baby Yoda was the <laughs> character's actual name? <laughs> By the way, I thought he was literally baby Yoda. By the way, Ryan and I were in GameStop a few weeks ago looking for. Was that when we were getting The Last of Us Part Two? I don't know. I don't know I what think, story you're telling. Yeah, I think we were there looking. We didn't for get the, the Last of Us Part Two at GameStop. Oh, you're you're right. We got it at Target. Yeah, we might have been looking for The Last of Us Part One, which does not hold, hold up. up. By the way, but um, we were in GameStop and we saw like a baby Yoda like Funko Pop or something. And I just happened to say, I was like, oh, hey, did you hear that Baby Yoda has, like, an official name now because they named him in the series? And Ryan, like, looks at me and goes, his name's not Baby Yoda? And I was like, no, that's just, like, what everyone calls him because he's a baby and he looks like Yoda. And Ryan's like, wait, he's not Yoda? I thought that he was, I I don't, I know nothing of of the the wars in the stars, all right? war on our stars. I know nothing about war on our stars. (laughs) So I kind I didn't really know what time period this whole man- mandarin orange thing was like occurring (laughs) and i literally thought that it was like like a time jump backwards and that baby yoda was baby baby like yoda like oh luke you know that guy (laughs) (laughs) what was that voice (laughs) oh luke baby yoda have the damn stop screaming Oh my god, I'm spilling tea everywhere. Yeah, you've been. The whole time. The whole time we've been recording, Brian's been (laughs) swirling his mug of tea around with such vigor that the tea just comes splashing out over the sides. And then he makes a face and like has to get a tissue and clean it. (laughs) A few moments later. So anyway. So Billy and the child have just left. And Bella is like, oh my god, because not only does she have to cook a fish fry, but she also has to get ready to tell her dad that she's dating a Cullen. So the first thing that she needs to do is she needs to change her clothes, because she's wearing a long khaki skirt and a blue blouse, and you can't play baseball in a khaki skirt. I guess you could. I guess you could if you live in, like, a fundamentalist Mormon community, but, but like... But she doesn't. She doesn't. I mean, she does kind of, like, in spirit, but... <laughs> She does kind of in spirit, um, <laughs> but not in actual life. So she goes upstairs and she needs. To, she starts. She's picking out an outfit. She's she's pulling her shirts, her tops out of her drawer, and she's like, "Not good enough. Not good enough. Not good enough." Like, yeah, all these things work? are not good enough for Bella to go and play baseball during a thunderstorm. But like, what she settled on for actually going on a date at Edward's house was a fucking toe length khaki skirt <laughs> and she's really gonna panic about what to wear to the baseball game yeah so what does she pick out lesbian realness game? yeah lesbian realness immediately you can you know it's lesbian realness because as soon as i read it i was like well yeah that makes total sense why would you do anything else right she she decides on a flannel and jeans <laughs> perfect baseball attire right i mean 
that's probably what I would have worn to the Collins in the first place, and then I wouldn't have had to get changed. Right? Right. Like she right. she didn't she didn't need to Oh man. Stephanie, she didn't need to wear that khaki skirt. She really didn't. You did us all dirty with that khaki skirt, Steph. Uh but anyway, so she does that, she gets changed. And the, and phone, the phone rings. And Bella does that weird thing again where in her narration, she just it's just he, the pronoun he in italics. Yeah. And she's like or him or something. Might it be he? He <laughs> on the phone. Uh, Edward's Twitter profile, his, he's got his pronouns in his Twitter profile, but they're italicized. <laughs> Him. <laughs> um, um, so she and she's like, phone. it's gotta be Edward. She picks up the phone and she's all breathless. She's like, hello. And it's, it's Jessica it's Stanley. It's Jessica. And she's like, oh my God, Bella. Da, 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 da. Bella, I have so There's, much news. I have so many newses. Because, you know, it was the dance and Bella's like, oh, shit. Yeah, how was the dance? And Jess is like, Mike Newton kissed me! <laughs> and Bella could not give less of a shit about Jessica's kissing news. She's just Ooh. like, oh, that's nice, Jess. Yeah, really, it literally really says, cool. Bella's like, Jessica and Mike and, like, school and stuff. Just Basically all of her normal life. She says it all feels, like, irrelevant right now. Yeah. Which, to that I have to say, Isabella, your relationship with Edward is so unhealthy. So unhealthy. So isolating and unhealthy. That is one of the red flags that they say. Yes. That if you're with someone and it who isolates tries to you. keep yeah. you from your friends and family, that's a red flag. It's bad news. Abusive relationship. Apparently toxic these relationship. are things Stephanie Meyer has never heard. Because she just was like, this is, this is what we're going with. Well... It's kind of even worse because it's like, not only has she probably heard this before, but she has just disregarded it because she thinks it's romantic. Yeah, well, Stephanie, fact check. Jessica, I think, probably can sense that Bella doesn't give a shit that Mike Newton kissed her. Which is, like, really sad. Bad friend. Oh, imagine being Jessica and you're so excited. You're like, this guy that I've liked this whole year who I thought liked you but then asked me to the dance – Oh my gosh, Bella, he kissed me at the dance. You're like one of my greatest friends so far right now. And so like call you and let you know. Call you and let you know. And guess what? You're like not even listening. No, she's not even listening. Ugh. So then Jessica, who's a good friend actually, tries to throw Bella a fucking bone. And she's like, oh, by the way, like, have you heard from Edward? Hint, hint, hint. And Bella's kind of like, um, yeah. I don't remember what lie I'm going with right now. Yeah, so. she can't. She's like, I don't know what the story is now because here she is. She's kind of told Jessica at this point that she and Edward are secretly dating, but then Edward has kind of ghosted her, Mm -hmm. according to the narrative that Bella has been telling Jessica. So she's kind of like, shit, I don't really know what the story is at this point. And that's why lying is just, it's too much work. It's too much work to just lie and lie and lie. I mean, I guess to be fair, Bella thought that potentially she might be dead by this point at the That's night. But, true. like, she's not. She's not. She's and not. Now she's got to deal with lies. it. Exactly. So. But, saved by the bell, Charlie comes home. Charlie comes home. So, Bella's like, oh, fuck, I gotta go. See you later. Click. So, Bella cooks up that fish fry for Charlie. Charlie's like, this is the best fish fry I've ever had. Henry Clearwater. <laughs> Charlie's so excited about yeah. the fish fry. And Bella, like, kind of chooses that moment to be like, Oh, like I had a good day. Um, I didn't really do much this afternoon, but this morning uh, I was over at the Cullen's house. And Charlie's like, the what? You were at the who? And he like drops his fork and he's like, what the fuck? And Bella's like, yeah, I was on a date. And Charlie like immediately loses his shit. Yeah. Because he's like, I he so supposedly he mistakes Edward 
With for, Emmett? For Emmett, I'm yeah. assuming it's Emmett because Charlie's like, he just seems too... He's but so he's he's too, too old mature. For yeah. Yeah. And I can only imagine he's he's in his head, Charlie's seeing big old bulky bear Emmett standing next to Bella Swan. Also, Charlie's probably like, wait, isn't that guy dating his sister? <laughs> yeah, right? Could have sworn I and heard then, some gossip about that. Oh my god. Charlie starts doing this thing, which is like, you know how we were saying that Charlie was like body swap? Yeah. He's back. Cause he's doing this classic. Not only is it cl- a classic, like dad thing but i'm like this is so charlie where as soon as bella's like no i'm dating edward edward's a junior like me it's 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 edward he's the moment the like the the, the unique reddish, reddish brown, brown hair. hair oh charlie charlie's like oh edwin edwin and he's just like <laughs> exclusively calling him edwin yeah which like, he purpose. knows is not his he name he knows it's not his name he's just like what was this edwin this guy edwin guy this scene also contained my i genuinely laughed because when Charlie first drops his fork and Bella's like, yeah, I was on a date with Edward and I was meeting his parents. Her narration just says, it appeared that Charlie was having an aneurysm. <laughs> that made me laugh, like, yeah, genuinely. This section was my genuinely laugh, too. I really liked the whole Edwin thing. Yeah, because, you know, Charlie's just fucking with her. Oh, absolutely. Like, he doesn't and really care that it's much. It's such a dad thing to do. You could have known someone for 30 years and your dad would be like, who? Yeah. Who was that? Unreal. So, perfect timing Bella has managed to, like, tell Charlie that she is dating Edward Cullen right as Edward Cullen arrives to pick her up for the baseball game. And Bella's like, yeah, well, he was probably, like, lurking down the street yeah, as listening soon as he to was us. like, oh, this is a good time. He's yeah. like, knock, knock. Knock, knock. Uh, Edward calls Charlie sir so many fucking times in this brief conversation oh, that I wanted to slap his face. I was like, okay, you're really overdoing it. You're overdoing it, it now. Yeah. Like, you could have left it at one or two sirs and been fine. Yeah, you don't and- need to, like... Just, yeah. it's very, you know, Eddie Haskell? Like, okay, do you know Leave It to Beaver, the old show from the 50s? I know of Leave It to Beaver. So, there's a character on Leave It to Beaver called Eddie Haskell, mm-hmm. and he is, like, their neighbor kid, and he's a real dick. He's a real, real dick. But anytime that any of the adult characters are on screen, he becomes this, like, super polite, like, oh, shucks, sir, oh, ma'am, I'd love to stay for dinner. He's, like, totally fake, and that's, like, what Edward's doing in this movie. Yeah. He turns into a real Eddie Haskell. Yeah, he, he was being super fake, and uh, it's kind of, like, a weird interaction to read about, because basically what happens is they sit down in their in Charlie's living room and... You know, Bella's sitting next to Charlie and Edward's, like, across the room. Yeah. And the only other chair there. And, uh, I don't know, Charlie and Edward kind of, like, measure dicks in a really subtle and, like, friendly kind of way. I don't know. Yeah. Edward's like, yeah, we're gonna go play baseball. And Charlie's like, well, you got Bella to do baseball. And th- <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> More like, power to you. They're just doing, like, that weird, like, thing. Yeah, that guys where do. they like immediately both turn against Bella exactly. and start making fun of her, yes. and they're like bonding over this. Yes. Like Charlie's fucking thrilled. He's like, "Now I got this guy that's gonna come over, and I get to shoot the shit with him. Mm-hmm. We get to make fun of my daughter. It's gonna be great." Yeah, like Charlie went from being a hero with the whole Edwin thing to being like body swapped again. Yeah, within like the span of a page. Yeah. And and Edward is probably thrilled as well because he's like, oh, now I get to make fun of Bella all the time in front of her dad, and her dad's just gonna laugh about it. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's um, very proud of himself. He is. So they leave. Uh, Charlie's watching them from the porch. They they go outside to get into the the car, but it's not a Volvo in the driving uh, the driveway. It's not a Volvo. It's a big ass red Jeep. It's a big ass huge red Jeep. And you know what? 
It's not Edwards. Nope. Bella can't even climb up into it. She's like preparing herself to jump in. And Edward finally just takes pity on her and like lifts her up with one hand. Also, it uh, it doesn't have like a seatbelt. It has an off-roading harness that Edward has to buckle Bella into. Like she's a sweet baby who can't like <laughs> clip her own yeah. seatbelt together. Can we all guess who this giant Jeep belongs to? Hmm. It's Emmett. It's Emmett. Of course it's Emmett. I love him. Oh, he we Emmett love is, Emmett. Honestly, you know, Jacob was a hero at the beginning of this chapter. I will say it. Emmett was the hero at the at the second half of this chapter. Yeah. Emmett's great. He's cool. I fucking love we that love, guy. I, we love Emmett. It we only gets Emmett. better from here. But uh, so yeah, so uh, Edward like buckles her in and then drives her, I don't know, like halfway up a fucking mountain or whatever. Like, yeah, they like, stop like at the edge of the woods. And yeah. They have to get out. And they have to run the, well, she doesn't, but Edward's going to run the rest of the way. And Bella's like, uh, you know, last time didn't go so well. I, I don't really want to do this. I have, I have some concerns. I have a list of concerns. They mainly are that, number one, that, that you will hit a tree, and I, will I will die, die and then I will throw up after <laughs> yeah. I die. And you know what? I really, really related to that. <laughs> yeah. Because I, too, have, like, had fears of, like that where I'm like, I will not only die, but I will die and then I will throw up in front of everyone. Yeah, exactly. Like, Bella is being perfectly reasonable here. And Edward, God, and this just, huh, jeez. It opens the door for, you know, one of the most egregious things that Stephanie's ever done. As far as, like, the khaki sutra of it all. Edward starts kissing on Bella and every time he... Yeah, because he's like, I can make you forget about your worries. Yeah, he's like, don't worry, baby, you're safe with me. He, he starts- pushes her, like, up against Emmett's Jeep. Poor Emmett has to fucking take that thing to the car wash. Emmett, like, comes back later and he, like, does a little, like, sniff sniff and he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Something bad happened here. But, uh, yeah, so Edward, like, kind of pushes Bella up against the Jeep. He's kind of, like, leaning in close, and he gives her, like, a little kiss, and then he's like, are you still worried? And she's like, yes, I am absolutely still worried. <laughs> and he gives her, like, another little kiss, like, somewhere else, like, on her cheek or something. He's like, you still worried now? And she's like, yeah, I'm still worried. And then he, like, kisses her collarbone, he's like, you still worried? And she's like, I guess not. And, like, she clearly still is, but, like, she's yeah. also, like, I'm suddenly, like, the khaki sutra of it all. Like, I'm really horny, too, so, like, kind of cancels it out and edward is just like see you're fine you're fine there's no reason to be scared and i was kind of like is he doing that smolder thing with like the smolder eyes is he like manipulating her or is it just that she's so like horn dog for him i i think it i think it was the horn dog thing i think stephanie had an opportunity here to do something different because when it says that Bella kind of notices, like, a humor in Edward's eyes when they get out of the car and he's like, well, I can make you forget, I kind of thought maybe he would do something kind of funny where he'd, like, play up on that vampire trope, like, they can, like, hypnotize or whatever. Yeah, like, I yeah. thought something funny was going to happen. And instead what I got was Edward, like, rubbing all over her, as per usual, up against Emmett's poor red Jeep. He probably just got the paint job retouched or something, because <laughs> what else does he have to do with his time? And she's just rubbing on her, and, and Bella's like, I am absolutely still afraid, and Edward's, like, rubbing on her, and he's like, well, I won't hit a tree. And she's like, yeah, but, but I, I could hit a tree. Hereditary has entered the chat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's just weird to, to have to be the third party, you know, yeah. I'm in the situation, and then... Well, you know what makes it weirder? Huh. You might have been just about to talk about this, too. Is that they kiss on the lips, and Bella opens her mouth a little bit to, like, 
to get some tongue action going. Yeah. And Edward immediately gets like an insta boner and freaks out. Mm-hmm. Like, and he's like, oh my God, Bella, you're going to be the death of me. Like he was just rubbing all up on her, like trying to like get her to like forget about all her troubles. And then as soon as she's like, okay, well, I forgot about my troubles and I'm like ready to get down to business. He immediately is like, well, how could you do this? Why do you always do this to me? Yeah. And, um, He's like, now we gotta go before I do something really stupid. And I was like, like what? Like nut her? in your jeans? Yeah. yeah, he was either talking about nutting in his jeans or eating her. You know what I mean? So he like whips her over his shoulder like a backpack or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> up this mountain. She has her eyes closed. So she's not like dying. Which I guess makes sense. Cause like, you know, it's kind of like when you're in an airplane, you can't tell that you're moving. Yeah. So you're fine. And then, God, here we go again. He puts her down, and she, like, falls on her ass, and he's laughing at her, and she's like, now I'm mad at you, and he's like, you can't be mad at me. And she's like, oh, you're the only one who's allowed to be mad. These two have to fight over everything. And he's like, and and, and then they do this thing again where he gets all serious, and he's like, I wasn't mad at you. I've never been mad at you. I'm mad at myself because I love you. And every second that you're with me, you're in danger. And we've had this conversation a thousand fucking times. And we're having it again. And I'm never mad at you, Bella. Yeah, it's so bad. It was my I genuinely hated it. Yes, me too. Like, I don't know. I genuinely hated it the first time we had to read it. The second time, the, the fifth third time. time, the sixth time, which was about a hundred pages in. Now we're up to like the thirtieth time that they're having this conversation. Enough. All that I wanted from this goddamn chapter was a fucking baseball game and Emmett like running around and climbing trees and shit. <laughs> and this is what I get. This is what we have to read first. <laughs> shit. So the other Collins are 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 at the baseball field. Yes. Uh, set up. Esme. Emmett, Rosalie, they're sitting on some rocks, like, yeah. closest to Edward and Bella. Way off in the distance, Alice and Jasper throwing a ball back and forth. Too fast for anyone to see. And Carlisle's, like, setting towing, up the bases. Towing little X's in the ground with his shoe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Emmett and Esme get up and walk over to Bella and Edward. Rosalie just stands up, doesn't even look over, just walks away. Immediately. And, and it says that Emmett kind of, like, Gives a long look after her before he finally goes with Esme. And, like, I can just hear his thoughts in his dumb little head. Like, he's not saying it because he doesn't want to, like, get into it right now. But in his head, he's like, hey, babe, 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 wait, babe, babe should I go with, where are you going? He's wait. probably like, he's like, Rosalie, like, you're going to have to say hi to Bella eventually. Like, you can't just ignore her forever. She's coming to the game. And by the time he's like, oh, I should probably go with her. She's already too far away. So he's just like, oh, fuck, I'll just go with mom. Yeah, so they show up. Uh, they immediately start busting Edward's balls, which I enjoyed. They're like, was that you laughing? Yeah, Emmett says it sounds like a bear choking. <laughs> like, Emmett is not here for Edward's douchiness. Yeah, and then, so they're just saying hello and stuff. And then um, Alice kind of like, oh my god, does a TikTok dance over. I literally need to quote this because it made me laugh so hard. Like, not because I thought it was genuinely funny, but because it was so creepy to envision. Uh, it said, Alice had left her position and was running or dancing toward us. Just You know what that makes me think of? Pennywise. Yes! Oh my god! Just like, um, Bill Skarsgård's Pennywise. Yeah. There's like clown music in the background. Um, what's his name? Fucking from SNL. Billy Hader's standing there like, oh. oh my god. All of a sudden, Bill Hader's in the baseball clear. <laughs> yeah, so a- a- Alice is, like, dancing at warp speed toward them. <laughs> like, something out of a 
fresh new horror movie. Imagine. That's something that would happen in like a genuine literal nightmare where you'd like be so scared and you'd wake up and you'd <laughs> sweating. be in, you'd be in a cold sweat and you'd be like oh my god holy shit it would be one of the kinds of dreams that like it takes you a long time to fall back to sleep because you're so freaked out and you know what you would wake up from that dream of, of alice like either running or dancing <laughs> towards you at warp speed and you'd wake up from the dream of the cold sweat <laughs> and you wake up and you open your eyes and she'd be there in the corner of your room <laughs> doing like pirouettes like hey girl but it would also be the kind of nightmare where like in the moment it's terrifying and you're after it happens it's terrifying but then like a day later when you think back on it you're like that's really funny <laughs> like yeah. I can't believe I was really scared of that yeah but like in the moment it's like what the fuck <laughs> yeah that's what I was yeah. picturing when well, that yeah happened. oh absolutely but um yes yeah, so she does that she comes over and she's like she, she's just real ominous after doing this like dance she just goes it's time. <laughs> and right as she says that, there's a huge clap of thunder. And like... And it, and it brings up the question again. How does how? she Because now, it's not only does she know there's going to be a thunderstorm and she knows where it's going to be. She knows But exactly. now she knows down to the second when it's going to begin. And yeah. Bella, I think, is wondering the same thing that we were, which is like, how the fuck? And this is when Emmett turns and he gives Bella like a wink wonk. And he's like, yeah, it's freaky, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Emmett is like... A, fu- a fucking hero. Emmett knows what's up. Emmett Emmett's knows like, what's up. Emmett is just here to, like, bust on everyone. Yeah. He just wants to have fun. But you know what? Then Emmett does this weird kind of thing, which, like, to be fair, I'm g- I'm gonna blame it on Alice, because she was involved. Yeah. Where yeah, I Emmett know. and Alice turn, and they run back to the field. And they're, like, holding hands. But they're holding hands <laughs> while they're doing it. <laughs> Like, Alice, I think across the field, like, okay, imagine this. They're running towards the field. In the field, you already have Carlisle, Jasper, and uh, Rosalie. Carlisle has no thoughts. He's just thinking about, like, Dr. Snow Carlisle and his sick does day. not, like, speak once in no. the chapter. Like, he's, he's a barely there. They might as well have just been, like, Carlisle couldn't make it. He's still at the hospital. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't even know why he's here. Um, and, but, and then you have Jasper and Rosalie, and they're both standing there, and they're watching Alice and Emmett come busting towards them, holding hands. <laughs> and Jasper gets, like, a semi- uh-huh. But Rosalie's kind of standing there like, well, now what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> Bella's here. What are you doing with Alice? Yeah, what? what? is this shit? Holding hands. That was, like, what? weird to me. Like, why did they need to be holding hands? It's... I don't know what this was supposed to convey. I don't either, and I, I, I don't, don't like think it. we'll ever know. I don't think we'll ever get an explanation as to why no, that happened. No, but I would like one, Stephanie. <laughs> I would why? also like one. Why? Emma just doesn't seem like the hand-holding type. No, he's not. Alice seems like the hand-holding type. Yeah, but with Emmett, though, and, like, the size difference between the two of them, I feel like he, she, he'd be holding her hand running, and she'd be, like, flying <laughs> like a balloon. Yeah. And then... And she would love it, too. That's yes, the thing. she would. She'd be like, wee! <laughs> Alice is such a fucking freak. I can't handle it. Oh, my God. Um, so, Edward chases after them, and he is... He's really fast, so he, like, catches up and, like, laps them immediately. Fast. Yeah, he's, like, he's, like, speedy. He's, like, running like a cheetah. That's, like, his thing. Yeah. Uh, So, that leaves Bella alone with Esme, which is, like, rude, guys. It's rude. And not only that, but Esme takes this opportunity to where she's alone with Bella. Yes, it's so weird. Oh, by the way, um, I didn't fall off that cliff. (laughs) I threw myself off that cliff because my baby died. Yeah, like, immediately. Like, without hesitation. No, like 
like warning, just immediately yeah. we're like deep in like the tragic backstory, but she is like so far removed from it that she's like just whatever this happened. It's kind of like she's like, hey, it rained yesterday. Except instead of saying it rained yesterday, she's like, by the way, my baby died when he was like three days old and it broke my heart so bad that I threw myself off a cliff. That's why I consider all these kids my kids. And Belle's kind of like, oh, oh my god. Okay. <laughs> all right. Oh my, oh my god. Um, I wonder if Edward is across the field, like, hearing this with his super ears, like, oh, my fucking God. Mom. That's what you get for running off and leaving your girlfriend alone with your mom. Fair enough. He just wanted to show off how fucking fast he is. As if anyone cares. He's like a eight-year-old on a playground. He is just, he's a chode. He's a chode. Um, So, also, in in this little conversation that Esme and Bella are having while they're walking toward the field, uh, Bella is like, I'm sorry, like, I'm all wrong for Edward. Like, you know, I wish, yeah, she's I, was, doing that again. I, wish I was better for him, blah, blah, blah. And Esme says, like, that she is sure that it's going to work out with them somehow. And she doesn't know how, but she knows it's going to work out. But Bella notes that on Esme's face is, like, a worry wrinkle. Like, Esme is kind of concerned that it might not actually work out. Which I found interesting because according to Edward, Edward seems to think that Esme has like no doubts about this whole situation and that whatever makes Edward happy makes Esme happy. But clearly she has some worries about how this is going to end. Edward just sees what he wants to see that fits his narrative and like fits what he wants. You know what I mean? Like Edward doesn't give a fuck about anyone else in his family. You're right. Look at what, look at what, I mean on the very baseline... Forget, you know, he's worried his mother half to fucking death. Yeah. Uh, two of his siblings just wanted to hang out with the family and play baseball, and they don't really like Bella or want her around. Well, she's there. There she is. Edward and doesn't give a shit. Yeah, he doesn't care. He's just like, it's my turn it's to be happy now. My turn. You guys all have Nobody else turn can to be happy because I'm being happy right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, when it's somebody's birthday and they take it to that point where it's like nobody else can do anything fun that doesn't yeah. involve them yeah. because it's their birthday and you have to spend the whole day celebrating Yeah, like them. you're fucking, you're fucking 32. No one gives a shit about your birthday. All right, let's get down to the game. The game begins. I think Emmett's up to bat. Alice is pitching. You know, everyone else is kind of like in the outfield. I was kind of confused about the the, the whole team situation. The semantics, yeah. Yeah, because it seemed like everybody was on one team except for Rosalie and Emmett. I didn't really get it. Yeah. It and didn't it seem like... Probably, it doesn't even really matter. No, like, it doesn't. Like, to be quite honest, because it, as Bella notes, like, she can't even see the ball in play. It's so fast. Yeah. She can't even see them running the bases or, like, catching or pitching. Like, when Alice pitches... You literally don't even see her move. You just see her hand move. And that at that point, the ball is already in Jasper's hand. He's catching. Which makes sense. There's no feasible reason that she should be able to see the ball in play if they're going that fast. But you know what? It kind of begs the question, why did Stephanie do this? Yeah. There are other games they could have played that are easier to do like one-on-one, two versus two, yeah. three versus three. They could have played some gentle table tennis they or something. They could have played volleyball. They could have played volleyball. basketball. Fuck. Yeah. Like they could have played soccer, you know, football, you know, flag football or something. It, it brought that iconic movie scene that I would never give up. But yeah, why this? I guess they just needed a reason to be out in the open. Yeah, but, I guess. I mean, they could have just been like, Singing around a bonfire, singing kumbaya, like they're really yeah, they could have done like, like a little like campfire type thing. There didn't need to be a baseball game. Uh, no, and you know it's weird because Stephanie doesn't. I mean, she writes about it, but not. 
Well, you in know, but okay, so Bella's, detail. But Bella's stepdad also plays baseball, and it makes me wonder, like, does Stephanie just really, really like baseball? Is that, that like, could Stephanie's very well thing? be? Yeah, we thought it was volleyball. Maybe we, it's we did. We thought it was volleyball back at the start. Could be baseball. Could be baseball. Yeah, um, but anyway, so they're playing the game. You know, it's loud. It's fast. Bella's Bella doesn't understand baseball like when regular people play it. So I don't think she's really yeah. getting much out of this. They're just kind of playing. There's no iconic lines like "This is my monkey band" or whatever. Oh like God. nothing like that. Fucking at monkey at man. one point, I think Carlisle and is it Jasper? Yeah, Jasper. Like run into each other, which again begs the question: Who is on whose team? I don't get yeah. it. Yeah, but that's it's about it. That's about it. Yeah. You know, there is this line that I really hated though. Is this where year I genuinely hated it? Yes. Where you know the game is kind of like. You know, one team goes up, the other team goes up. It's really, you know, they're probably pretty evenly matched as far as it goes. And Stephanie says, they razzed each other like any street baseball players. Okay. They razzed each other. Razzed. Which, you know, is like Stephanie A's for Emmett being like, come on, pussy! Yeah, yeah, like Emmett was talking shit, and Esme was probably standing there like, Emmett, please. Emmett, please, we've got company. Please, there's company, Emmett. Uh, yeah, so... Yeah, that's 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 the baseball the game. The only improvement, in my opinion, from the movie version of this scene, because the movie version, like we've said, like far outclasses the book scene. It's in very every way. iconic. It's so iconic. But the one thing that I wish the movie scene had done is that Alice does not do that like crazy weird like pirouette of a baseball pitch when yeah. she throws her the ball. Well, that was we. That was Catherine Hardwick. That was Catherine Hardwick, which is the one thing that she kind of did us dirty with. But you know, as weird as it is, it's iconic. It is iconic. And it's more iconic than and when we do our episode on the movie because we are gonna do like one or two episodes. Maybe we'll do like one with half and then yeah. one with the other half. We'll get into. We're it. gonna do episodes on the movie too. But we found out. At some point while doing this podcast, that the cast of Twilight was forced to do a cat movement class, like all the vampires. Yeah. Because they based a lot of their, like, vampire movements on the movements of cats. And I think that is why Alice does that crazy weird pitch in the movie. But anyway. Anyway, it's, yeah, that's the one thing that... So that's the game, and then... And then all of a sudden... Alice gets, like, this weird look on her face. And she's like, (gasps) Edward, like, immediately, because, you know, he reads mine, just like, holy shit. And Alice is basically, like, those other vampires that were very briefly mentioned that were, like, passing through. Yeah. Heard us playing. And they want to play. Because this is loud as hell. And they also are vampires who like baseball. (laughs) They want to play baseball. And they would like to join us. And, And everyone's, I think it's, like, Esme who's like, well, how much time do we have? And, you know, Alice or Edward is like, like five minutes, they're running. And Esme's like, well, could you make it back to the Jeep? Because, you know, Bella's here and these these vampires, they don't eat nuts and rocks and squirrels and whatever yeah. the fuck. They, they eat people and Bella is like a scrumptious meal. And uh, Edward's like, no, I couldn't make it back carrying her. And, like, I wouldn't want them to catch the scent and then start hunting and blah, 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 blah. So- and, you, and you know what? Something really, I thought that this is hilarious. So funny. I don't know who it is that asks, but someone is like, well, how many of them are there? And Alice is like, there's three. <laughs> and Emmett, like, he, like, puffs his chest out. He, like, crosses his arms. And he's got his muscles. And he's like, three? Let them come. Yeah, he's like, let them come. Like, he's, he's, he's ready to fight. Himbo. Like, he's got no thoughts in his sweet little head. Only muscle. Yeah. I love him. He is ready to throw down with these, like, random Yeah, everyone vampires. else is, like, freaking out. And Emmett's like, I'm, I'm so strong. Wrestling <laughs> match. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. 
So there's like a real quick flurry of conversation that Bella has to really struggle to like catch everything because they're all like yapping at each other like little mosquitoes or something. And at some point during this flurry of conversation, Esme asks Edward something and Edward just kind of like shakes his head, but Bella doesn't catch what it was. And Edward's freaking out. He, like, tells Bella to take her hair down, which, like, I don't know what the fuck that's supposed to do. You know what? I would like to point something out that also deviates from the movie. Oh, in the movie, she they take, they make her put it up, right? No, they do make no, her put it do. down. But what happens is, is in the movie, uh, uh, Rosalie, who's basically never spoken a word to Bella, uh, after Bella puts her hair down, Rosalie is, like, you know, in this really, like, snarky kind of way, she's like, yeah, like, that's gonna help. I could smell her from across the field. You know what I mean? Like, that yeah. kind of vibe. But actually, in the book... It's, it's Alice. It's Alice, who just, like, real gently is like, well, but I could I could smell her from across the field. Like, that's not gonna That's not gonna help. Ever. And you know what? I, I found that vibe to be a lot weirder. I think that... that the way they did in the movie with Rosalie was, was like an improvement because it was just kind of weird. Like the, the way that Alice has been acting about Bella, yeah, I was like, mm, that's I don't know, that was weird. Yeah, was I, weird I agree. I, I I do like it better when it was and Rosalie. It's so unhelpful of a thing to say. Yeah, like if you're not trying to be nasty by saying it, I don't know why you would say it at all. Right, it, it wasn't helpful. <laughs> that's why it makes perfect sense for it to be Rosalie, exactly. not Alice that says it. Uh, Rosalie has not spoken at all during this whole chapter. Like, she has not spoken to anyone. Mm -hmm. Um, And Bella notes that during this whole conversation, she just has this, like, look on her face that she looks pissed. She's not talking, but she just looks angry. And it's like, well, no shit, Bella. Rosalie just wanted to hang out, have, like, a good day, and you've ruined it. You've ruined it, and now there's probably going to be all... And she's right. Now there's probably going to be all sorts of drama with these fucking vampires. And and, and her her husband of centuries is, like, so prepared to throw down. And, like, risk over his Over you. Yeah, over you. Like, I would be pissed off, too. Yeah, I'd be like, listen, lot, Bella. Bella, you can stay here and get et. I'm taking my husband back to our cabin in the woods, and we're going to do what married people do. <laughs> Missionary position. Missionary position, Bella. Thanks very much. Yeah, so, and that's kind of how we end it that's basically oh oh yeah they oh. like play no wait that isn't how we end it because after bella takes her hair down she is like kind of like alone with edward for a hot second and she's like what did esme ask you and it turns out that esme asked edward are they thirsty or like are they hungry and edward says no they've already eaten and that's good <laughs> that's good but it's, it's also great it's also a little like Oh, uh, what townsfolk was it? <laughs> yeah, I know, like whom's have they whom's Billy have Black snacked on? Yeah, like yeah, and then they just kind of like get back to like half heartedly playing, like yeah. they're like bunting the ball, they but everyone's just, just on edge. They decide that the best course of action is to act like Bella's just totally normal that she's there, make no big deal about it, just have her stand behind Edward, continue to play the game as if nothing is weird, except they're all acting as if something's deeply weird because they all move really far infield yeah. and they're all just kind of like tossing the ball back and we're like very like half-heartedly like bunting it like you said you yeah. know if they were so concerned about like if 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 edward and bella were to leave that the other vampires would smell her and start hunting yeah you know they could have just all started leaving 
Like, uh, you know, if the other vampires catch up halfway there, they're like, ah, oh, hey guys, we were playing baseball, but we're going home now. Have yeah. a good one. We're all in the Jeep now. Yeah. See you later. They didn't have to stand there and just, like, wait for impact. Right. That's it, not what I would it do. It is weird. And I know that Edward's like, no, I couldn't get all the way back to the Jeep before they arrived, but, like, you could get most of the you way, right? You could get most right? of the way, and if you got the whole family there with you... What? Yeah, just have Bella go, like, in the center of, like, the circle of cons yeah, yeah. and just hope that, like, you kind of, like, cover up her scent. It might not work, but at least it's better than just, yeah, it like just you said, just silly standing there just and standing waiting. there. Yeah, but that's that's how it ends. Like, they kind of are all, like, looking around waiting to see from what direction they come and then they basically, they're like, oh, there they are. Yeah. And that's how the chapter ends. And of course, Edward is like, Bella, I'm so fucking sorry. I didn't mean for this to happen. I just wanted to protect you. I hate myself. I'm so sorry. It's, it's like, like Edward, is up. now really the time to be jerking off Come with, you, like, crying into your hand and then rubbing one off? Like, you, yeah. need to, you need to wait until later. Jesus, now is not the time. Right. Emmett's ready to throw down and fight for your bullshit-ass little girlfriend, and you're crying. Right. Get a, get a grip. Get a grip, Edward. Yo, I wonder what Jasper is uh, thinking to himself. Jasper? I wonder if Jasper's standing there like, uh, if they start eating Bella, can I, like, get a nibble? Yeah, can I? uh... And Alice is like, yes, absolutely. She's, like, swinging (laughs) her hands around and, like, dancing on the ceiling. If it goes bad, we might as well all partake. Hooray! (laughs) Oh, man, Alice. God, Alice... Is, is like distinctly way, weirder than I remember so her. She's so much more of a freak than I remember. Yes, like, <laughs> we made a lot of jokes about Alice being a freak, like, but, like before she truly we knew. is one. It's not a joke anymore. No, like, it's real. She's truly crazy. Yeah. She's truly weird. But, um, that was it. That yeah. was that was the iconic baseball scene. Thanks a lot, Stephanie. Yeah. I waited fucking 400 pages for this shit. But, yeah. It's snowing outside of our house. Uh, You know, you know we, we forgot to mention it uh, last time we recorded... My mom got me a new Twilight candle. Yeah, I think we did mention it. Nope. Oh, that we did was, not. That, that was, was in our ship recordings. Yeah. Mm, it, got okay. del- it got deleted. My mom got us a new candle. It's an Edward Cullen candle. Yeah, and it sparkles. It's literally sparkly. It's really pretty, actually. It's like dark blue, and it sparkles. Yeah. Yeah, it smells like what most like men think they smell like. Mm-hmm. None of them do, but that's what they think they smell like. Yeah. That's the best way I think I can describe it. It has not caused any fainting, but it's it's pretty good. It is pretty good. It's pretty good. I like it a lot. Yeah. Well, all right, then. I think that's it. I think we'll go you know, lay down in the snow and wait to be taken away from this cruel, cruel life. Yeah, it's snowing. We're very hopeful that we might not have to go to work tomorrow. If we don't go to work tomorrow, I'm probably going to make Laura record another episode with me. I'll be like, time to get ahead. <laughs> okay, just make sure I take my Adderall. First. Hooray! <laughs>